2022 it's only february i'm so sorry i've let everyone down but here we go we gotta make it gotta uh, make it to 100 here's guys here is how pathetic i am okay so the last podcast was in november and here we are in february and not not ugly early february either february what is this, 11th um and uh i've had downtime I have had some downtime. I've been very busy these last three months, but I've had, you know, downtime, as we all do. Somebody says, oh, I've been super busy. I'm sorry I didn't get to that. Everybody has some time, okay? You can be super busy, but you have some time. There is really no excuse for me to not have done the podcast over the last three months. And now, here I am. Here's what I did today. I woke up at 7, and I got myself packed. And I went to the airport, I flew to Portland, got in the rental car, drove three and a half hours down south to Canyonville, Oregon. I literally just walked into the door. I have not been in my hotel room longer than three minutes. And I'm like, you know what I should do? I should record a podcast. And not only that, but I have to be somewhere. (laughs) I'm supposed to be at the room to head down to the venue in, uh, let's see, we got 31 minutes before I'm supposed to be down there. I like the podcast to be at least 30 minutes. And so that leaves me three minutes to take a shower. If I do the full 30 minutes right now, that leaves me three minutes to uh, (laughs) uh, unwrinkle my clothes, take a shower, and brush my teeth and get dressed and go down uh, a level to get to the other room so that uh, I can walk over there with them. Now, that is not going to happen. That's not on the cards. One of those things is not going to happen. We're either going to have to push pause on this podcast after I get partway through, or I'm going to have to text them and say, go without me, I'll meet you down there, which is not neither one of those things is the end of the world. But the reason I wanted to crank this thing out was because, like, let's not... I've got two shows tonight. Let's not get in the throes of that. Then I get back to my hotel room. I'm too tired to do it. Or I feel sometimes sometimes I feel self-conscious about being in a hotel room and I, maybe the person next door can hear me late at night. Sometimes I think I'll do it after I get back. But then it's like midnight and I don't want to be whispering into the microphone. I don't want it to be like that. Oh, you guys might enjoy it. Like, oh, I, li- I like this. feels like secrets the whole time. He's just kind of whispering. You know, that microphone, I feel like he's telling me something very important, but needs to be on the down low. Nope. Nope. I like to shout it from the heavens. Tell as many people as you want. Oh, so I I wanted to knock this thing out and get it posted in the green room before the show. So that way, boom, it's my work here is done. Now I can focus on just being funny and have fun at the two shows and come back and relax. So we'll we'll see if that happens. We'll see if that happens. Maybe this one will be less than 30 minutes, but 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 20 minutes is not enough because 10 minutes is what I'll need to get ready. Um, you know, maybe I can push it to eight, maybe seven, seven if I cut out a few things, you know, six if I don't care if my clothes are wrinkled, five if, you know, I, I don't worry about drying off and I just get dressed wet. Uh, <laughs> I sound like Dennis Nedry now from Jurassic Park. Yeah, maybe I, I thought I could cut it to 15, but you got to at least give me the 15 minutes, give me the 15 minutes. I always loved how he delivered that line. It was so great. Anyway, since then, we've uh, had a Christmas. We had New Year's. I believe we had Thanksgiving since our last podcast. So all those things came and went. 
And uh, I've done shows in Des Moines, Iowa. Done shows in Tampa. Uh, I've got some great shows coming up. So I, I've been all over the place. And by the way, uh, I was down in Tampa doing uh, the Side Splitters Comedy Club. And my good buddy, Law Smith, who I've known since just about since I started doing comedy. And we went on tour twice together uh, for like long stretches of time for the Pink Ribbon Comedy Tour and the Walk of Shame Comedy Tour. So I've known this guy forever. Yeah, he came through and opened for me. So those shows were a lot of fun. I don't know if you guys saw the clip on, I put it on Instagram and on my YouTube. By the way, get on my YouTube, please. For the love of God, if you're hearing this right now, press pause and then subscribe to me on YouTube. I gotta build that up because I believe that's where the special's gonna drop here in the next month or two. So get on there so it's not embarrassing. Uh, and when you see the special drop, pass it along. Make sure you pass it. I mean, spread that thing like fire. We gotta get this thing out there. I uh i'm really proud of it it took a lot of hard work a lot of effort by a lot of people so it it deserves to be seen you guys will really enjoy it so anyway get on the youtube okay now that you're back listening after pressing pause and going on youtube and hitting subscribe and hitting the little bell so you get notifications when i post um now that you're back um (laughs) and if you watch that video of me ripping my pants on stage that's what happened uh, during the early show on Friday, I think I had six shows in Tampa and early show Friday. I'm wearing these, uh, I don't know if they're joggers or what, but they're kind of, you know, like a looser pant, but then they get real tight down by the ankle and they're maroon. They're my first pair of maroon pants. I felt, oh, look at, look at me. I'm, I'm, you know, part of, part of popular culture now. <laughs> I'm not wearing black or, or blue jeans. I'm just, I'm, I'm in pants now. I look cool. And uh, I, I was doing there were 10 minutes left in my set and I was doing this joke where I, uh, I do this lunge, this deep lunge. And uh, as soon as I did the lunge, I could hear it. Just my pants just ripped a huge hole. I'd say a 10 inch hole just on the right leg and the crotch just opened me up. Everyone could see my underwear. Like, everyone knew. Like, it was so loud, and it was... I mean, this place was an old converted movie theater into a comedy club. Not an old theater, but a a movie theater converted into a comedy club. So everybody could see immediately what was going on. And (laughs) so then I had to, like figure it out and and kind of like talk myself into continuing to do the show and talking myself through it and the audience is pretty funny uh if you haven't seen that video go on youtube and watch that um (laughs) i was glad that i had the cameras rolling because it was kind of it was kind of a funny thing i was like i can't believe the very few times that i film my sets i happen to have a camera rolling at that time and it caught it so that was kind of cool um Although I, I, I rip R.I.P. in more ways than one, those pants. I mean, I feel bad there. I had to throw them away in the sleep in there in uh, Wesley Chapel, Florida. It is just uh, they, there was no bringing them back. So those are gone. Now I've got less pants. By the way, that happened. OK, so that happened late January. And then just two days ago. My Dockers got a hole, not uh, such a big hole, and I wasn't doing the huge lunge, but right there in the crotch, they got a big hole. I don't know what the hell's going on. If I need new clothes, <laughs> that's probably part of the problem. If you know, But those, those uh, maroon pants were pretty new. Those maroon pants were like maybe three months old. Um, yeah, the doctors, you know, they've been around for five, six, seven years. But uh, so yeah, when those give way, you're kind of like, ah, I get it. 
you, you, you've, you've been through some shit. So, <laughs> um, but I, I've lost two pairs of pants here in the last, uh, in the last two weeks. That's a little, little rough, but, um, had, had a blast down in Tampa, a lot of fun. Uh, there's no COVID there apparently. So they, uh, <laughs> they're just living their lives, which I feel like that's the way everybody needs to do it now. It kind of feels like, Hey, we, let's just move on. Let's just move forward. You know, you're going to get it. You're going to get a little bit of sickness. Get get the get the shot, get the booster, whatever makes you feel safe. If you want to wear a mask out there, but I think we got to we got to move forward from this. Like I'm in Oregon right now and uh, I've been in two places here and they they're not doing the mask thing. And and Oregon is like a hippie hippy dippy do like uh you know far left so they're not doing it here i don't know why we'd california just said okay we're getting rid of the mask mandate los angeles saying well we're gonna hang on to it it's like nah let's not let's not okay we lead in in entertainment we lead another let's just lead in that too let's not do it i don't know why I don't know why we need to continue to wear the masks. I just feel like people are living their lives in so many places of the world. But I don't want to get hung up on that, okay? You guys are all moving forward. I'm moving forward. We'll we'll move on. Uh, we've got big things coming up. Super Bowl. Super Bowl is only, what, two days away? And we got um, we got the L.A. Rams versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Should be a fun fun game lots of lots of talent on each side i feel like you've got you know uh it's gonna be a pass happy game it's gonna be a pat it's gonna be a high scoring game i think um i don't know maybe not maybe the rams or you know they got jalen ramsey and aaron donald maybe they'll they'll uh, stick it to cincinnati but i'd love to see cincinnati win you know they've been to the super bowl but not since the 80s and i don't even think they won it ever so it'd be pretty sweet to, you know, kind of see them. Young Joe Burrow, all of a sudden you got a new story with Joe Burrow coming up and you got Patrick Mahomes. Kind of makes you excited for the new young crop of uh, of young quarterbacks. Kind of kind of fun. You got Josh Allen and Mac Jones and all those guys coming up. It's going to be a fun couple of years. And, the, and it showed in the divisional games and the championship games, right, that if you watched any football these last three weeks, is like the best three weeks to ever watch in your entire life the games were all great huge comebacks like back and forths just been amazing so i'm I, I hope we're not let down by the super bowl and if i had to give you my pick i'm going to pick uh cincinnati just because that's who i that's who i'd like to see go like i'll be happy if the rams win like it's kind of a win-win situation for me i'm not really loyal to either team or, or hold allegiances there but i just kind of want to see the Bengals all of a sudden win they got the coolest helmets in the entire NFL, so I'd, I'd like to see them do it. Um, we we've had uh, a new year, yeah, twenty twenty two's here, and uh, and it brought on some changes in old Nick Huff's life. For once, now I have back pain. Never had back pain before, and uh, you know, as soon as something goes wrong, you think, "Well, that's it. I'm I'm toast. I'm dying." <laughs> that's what that is. Uh, but then you start googling. And if that doesn't make you feel like you're going to die, then you're probably going to be okay. And what I got to the bottom of is it's like this um, this psoas muscle. Have you guys ever had heard of that? It's like P-S-O-A-S. And it's this muscle that like is behind your stomach. So it's hard to get to, and it's but it connects like your hips to your lower vertebrae, and when and it happens to people that are like sitting for long periods of time. So me, you know, when I'm at home and I'm writing or doing you know work, 
I'm sitting at a desk. Uh, you know, a lot of times I'm on an airplane. A lot of times I get on an airplane, you know, the red eye because I'm flying across the country or something. I got to get there early. Uh, and so, you know, a lot of times I'm sleeping in a sitting position. So most people, you know, get to go horizontal for eight hours a night. But but a lot of times, especially most weekends, I, I got to get on an airplane and sit on there for a few hours when I should be laying down. And so this psoas muscle uh, self-diagnosed <laughs> is what's happening is like constricting and, and creating that lower back pain. So I got this roll at like roller thing. To t- I've never done those before. I just spilled water all over myself. Um, I've never done uh, the roller things, but I, I did it like stretch that out. It seems to be helping. seems to be helping. Sorry. I take a huge sip <laughs> for no reason. Uh, seems to be helping. So uh, hopefully, hopefully we're through that. I saw they sell this thing that like digs into your hip meat. Uh, I didn't get that. I just got the little roller to go through, and then I'm I've been doing these little strengthening things, trying to get it to go the other way, and trying to kind of stand when I do work. Which I, don't, I sometimes you see people that have those standing desks, and you're going. What the hell are you doing? Like, are you going to stand all day? Isn't that a nightmare? Uh, wouldn't that be killer on your knees, right, and your back? But I don't know what's better, but uh, mine seems to be getting better. But that's like that's like the world coming in and saying, hey, getting a little old. And by the way, I get no, no sympathy from Sarah. None. I, I say any little thing. Anytime I get sick or hurt myself, she's just like, shut up. I, I birthed three children. <laughs> Like I have no, she has no like uh, sympathy for me because she's done that, and I don't know if that's fair. Like, yeah, you birth three children, but I mean, can I? Does that mean if I drop something on my toe, I'm not allowed to shriek out? Is that what that means? <laughs> like, just because you've had it worse for a little bit of time, then I'm not allowed to have anything go wrong? I don't understand it, but she <laughs> she doesn't care. I'm like, ah, will you help me stretch this? She's like, no, you're, ugh, ugh, you're so heavy. That's all she says. Your legs are so dang heavy. I don't know why. I don't know why my legs are the heaviest thing. My kids can lift my legs. I don't know what the big problem is, why she wouldn't help me. But then again, I think everybody thinks they have it bad, right? I think everybody, like, silently, or maybe they complain about it, but in their head they're carrying a cross, Right? I think this is everybody. Everybody thinks they're the hardest working person in the office. They say, oh, this whole place would sink without me. They're lucky to have me. I work hard. I should be given a raise. You know, because you're who you're with. You see all the work you do. Nobody else sees that. So you sit there and you start to feel sorry for yourself. And everybody thinks, oh, I've got, I got pain. But I, I, ugh, I grit my teeth. I get through it. I don't let anybody know that I'm in pain. And then finally when I die... The doctor will say, how the hell was this guy living with so much pain? I've never seen anybody have it so bad. And the coroner's like, this guy had a fractured tibia and his skull was off kilter. And he was basically living with the most pain that any human beings ever endured in their life. And he's just kept it silent. Never let the world know. But now that I'm dead, they'll know that I was that tough. I feel like that's everybody just carrying their own cross. Like I, when I get sick, I really get sick. Uh, like the rest of us are just like faking it. Just get a sniffle and, and we get dramatic about it. No, 
I think everybody's just about the same. <laughs> so we need to have sympathy for each other when it goes wrong. This is really just a plea to my wife. So <laughs> that's all this is. Just being like, come on, just help me. Help me, will you? Feel bad for me. Damn it. <laughs> anyway, there's lots worse things going on, right? We got lots of lots of things happening that are much worse than my little little measly back pain. Uh, we've lost two comedians in the last month. We lost uh, Bob Saget, died in a hotel room alone, which is, that's the nightmare for for a touring entertainer. That's like... Yeah, just not waking up one night and you're all alone and just that, that's it. Or like choking in your room by yourself and you can't get help. Like that's the that's the nightmare. So, uh, yeah, the fact that that happened. That, now they just came out and said he must have hit his head and just like not thought it was a big deal and went to bed. So that's that's kind of crazy that that would be. The, you'd think, I don't know, you, you hit your head to any extent you think, well, maybe I should figure it out, but I guess if you fall and you're like, that ah, was embarrassing, I fell in the bathroom and I hit my head, that kind of stings, but oh well, take a couple ibuprofen and, you know, sleep it off. And then you and then you don't sleep it off, you just die. And uh, Louis Anderson, what was it that killed him? Eventually, was, he had some sort of cancer that eventually took him or something. But anyway, both everybody always said, both those guys, nicest dudes in the world. So, um uh, sad to see them go. Um, <laughs> the funniest joke I ever heard Bob Saget tell in person was at the comedy store in the original room, and he just popped in. And he was doing some time, and I, I had already gone up that night. Uh, you know, I was a fairly new comic, and it was cool w- to see these guys drop in. You know, the original room—you never knew who was gonna drop in there. Like I—that's where I saw Chris Rock go up and try stuff out, and I saw you know Robin Williams go up and bomb. I watched him go up and just struggle for like 13 minutes. And I don't think he had anything prepared. I think he just got there and they're like, oh, we go up. And I think he just kind of wanted to hang and stand him back. But they're like, we go up. And, and he went up, you know, because he's a performer. And that's what he was doing. And he, he had some funny stuff. But more more than not, he, he struggled. And that was a nice moment for me to say, hey, one of the biggest guys to ever do it also has the off night it's not like he can just go up there and and take a dump on the stage and people are gonna laugh you know so that was kind of you know cathartic to see i don't know if i'm using that word right but it was kind of it was nice to see that it you know can happen to anybody so it made me tougher on the nights when when it wasn't my night you know but anyway the the funniest joke i saw bob saget do that night um and, and so this one's not safe for work. So if you're listening at work or you got kids in the car or whatever, maybe just uh, hit the fast forward 15 second button here. Uh, but the funniest thing he said, he goes, I don't have a big penis. You know, it used to be big, but I used it so much I whittled it down. And it was simple and stupid, but it was pretty doggone funny. And I never thought about that guy. I just thought that was really funny. And, and it's always kind of that was his thing, right? Like super nice guy, known for America's Funniest Home Videos and Full House, and yet on stage he was like did all this dirty stuff. So it's kind of like this weird juxtaposition of a caricature. Uh, but yeah, R.I.P. to both those guys. Um, you know, it, it's coming for us all. It, it's coming for us all. I read. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I I don't think they were dead at the time, but I read just read. Norm Macdonald's book. I read it down in Tampa, and uh, Norm Macdonald, also a very funny guy that we lost in the last year, and um, and his book's pretty good. Although it's you know it's weird and random, and it's written in this kind of meta way 
where you know he talks about uh, all his gambling foibles and, and and he had like a ghostwriter helping him write it and the and every so often the ghostwriter would have a chapter to himself where he'd talk trash about Norm Macdonald how he's worthless and stuff like that. It's kind of a cool book, but he talks about death and that you know the way his father described it is like when we're born you know we have a debt and that's that's our turn to pay repay the debt and it comes for us all you know eventually we're all going to have to repay that the the debt of life and that's by giving it up and it was an interesting way that he put it and i don't know that i you know care to think about it that way but it's it's undeniable that it's gonna be all of us so you gotta gotta seize the time while you're here maybe that's why i'm rocking out this podcast real fast because like i just gotta take advantage of every second i have yeah i could lay down and turn on the tv for 25 minutes but what will that achieve uh and plus i've had several people hit me up on social media saying hey what did, is the podcast? I can't find it. <laughs> I can't find all the new episodes that you're certainly you're creating new episodes. Huff, where are they? Uh, so I figured it was time to get back on it. So here I am trying to uh, seize the day. Carpe diem, as they say. Um, but I'm developing a lot of new stuff. And um, oh, oh, this is so stupid. But um, I tried. I tried to buy new pants. After I ripped my ones on Friday in Tampa, and I am the worst shopper. And I, I, I tend to when I go out and shop, I tend to look at people and look at what they're wearing and try to decide if I could see myself in that. Like I like to treat humans like uh, like walking around mannequins. That's the way I like to look at them. I don't look at them as human beings. I just look at them as like street mannequins. <laughs> and, and sometimes I see a person that I think, oh, I, where where'd you get that? Where'd you get that? I'll just uh, I'll go to that place and get that. Um, but then I'm kind of saying something about that person, like I I envy that person. I want to be that person. And so I went shopping twice, both times longer than two hours, and both times I tried things on, and both times I bought nothing because I hate clothes today and i hate the way new clothes look i hate the way new clothes feel like if they haven't been through the washer they don't quite feel right they're a little stiff kind of like weird and flowy and i hate them and and you can't find shirts by the way you can't find shirts that don't have uh you know like logos on them i i'm kind of sick of wearing other people's logos i'm like why am i advertising why why would i advertise for nike right like they they're doing okay why I, I used to look down on artists that would wear their own shirt. And then I'm like, well, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you wear the thing that you created? Like, don't. And, and that's why I, I kind of changed my mindset on merchandise. It shouldn't be created by somebody that you think, oh, this is what people will want. You just create something that you would want to wear, that you will wear. And then, and then if other people like that, then maybe they'll use you as a street mannequin. Like, I like that shirt. Where'd you get it? That's, oh, it's actually on my website, nickhoff.com. By the way, don't go there. There's nothing on there yet. But I'm, I'm in the process of creating some things that I think will be cool to wear. And I know what most of you are thinking. Nick, we, we see your Instagram feed. You're pretty much wearing the same shirt every single time we see a picture of you. Yeah, well, that's how much I like that shirt, okay? <laughs> you a-holes. <laughs> so knock it off. Once I find something to make that looks good, you're going to all say, yeah, it does look good, and he should wear it every day. I want to wear that every day. So uh, it, it'll take some time. 
but uh, we'll we'll get it up and we'll get it out there. Um, and I'll let you guys know when that happens. But I I went out for pff, I, I must have been out for five total hours over that weekend and ended up buying nothing. And I probably went into seventeen stores and just hated everything. I couldn't find anything that I like and just ugh. So now I'm still wearing the same thing. Um, I feel like I need new performing clothes, but uh, still essentially wearing the same thing. So if you see me out at a show, you'll be like, no, this is, yeah, this is what he's always been wearing. So it'll stay the same. I'm getting a little nervous here. Uh, I feel like I'm rambling on, but I still have, see, we're only at 24 minutes, uh, and I've got nine minutes to get to that room. So six, three, how did I gain two minutes? I thought I only had one extra minute, but uh, can I do everything in three minutes? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start the... uh, I'm going to start my clothes defrosting or or, or detangling. Hold on one second. All right. The the, uh, shirt is uh, detangling. What is is it called? It's uh, wrinkled. It's de-wrinkling right now. The only way that I I know how to do it, because most hotel rooms don't have uh, irons anymore, so I just have to turn on the shower and steam it for a little bit. And usually I do that when I'm in there, but... um, since I'm going to have to take a quick shower, I'm going to take a two-minute shower. And uh, oh, now I'm down to like two minutes, though, before I have to be down there. I, there's no way this is going to work. You know what? The, this podcast is just going to end up being uh, 27 minutes. That's just what it's going to be. Uh, so we got two more minutes, and then I'm going to have to give myself time to get down there. So, um, yeah, I, I'm still wearing the same clothes. They're wrinkled right at the moment, but they're getting there. And and don't get on me about the water. I know I feel bad about the water. I'm I'm wasting like the showers running right now, and it usually takes four or five minutes of of running water to get enough steam to kind of de de wrinkle it. So I feel bad about that. If you have any suggestions for how to do that without an iron, let me know because I when no matter how I fold them, they always come out kiss my rump with that. Um, all right, th- that'll be the end of the podcast. I-, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you found this again. I hope you didn't give up on me. I <laughs> I didn't give up on you. I just gave up on myself for a few months. Um, so so just keep on it. I-, I I'll keep going with this. And we're almost to a hundred episodes. This is episode number ninety seven. So we're almost right there. And uh, I've got some cool things. You know, the special's going to be out here pretty soon. Uh, you know, it's like ninety. 90- for those of you wondering how this all shook out, uh, the truth is my memory card ran out. Uh, I kept talking for a couple of minutes and it was actually late getting down to meet for the show. Uh, not late for the show, but late getting the the <laughs> ride to backstage. And now here I am after the, both shows. Uh, they were fun. So thanks to everybody that came out uh, <laughs> here in the middle of Oregon. We had a blast, and uh, I'm, in, I'm digging the new stuff, and I'm excited for everybody to hear it. I'm excited for everybody to see the special and then come see a show and see what's new. So uh, please do that. I am running out of steam. I'm kind of talking a little quieter because I don't want to wake up the people in the room next door. I don't know how close their head is to mine right now. Uh, so that you get to <laughs> go full circle with this podcast. Um, and I got to be up 
in like five hours to drive back to Portland, fly home. So I am going to go ahead and bid you adieu. Episode 97 is in the books. Uh, but uh, guys, if if you're anywhere out there in the world, I'm going to be in Salt Lake City. I'm going to be in Fort Lauderdale. I'm going to be in uh, Biloxi, Mississippi, Choctaw, Mississippi. I'm going to be all over the place. So uh, check out nickhoff.com. Look, look for those tickets uh, and get them early so that uh, clubs say, hey, hey, Nick's moving some tickets because that's how that's their stock. That's how they figure out who to book people that move the tickets so tell some friends uh tell some people you know uh come out and see a live show because that's really the best way to consume comedy so come out see a live show i'd love to meet you love to say hi uh you know we're we're doing it man we're doing it so uh in the meantime i will have another episode up shortly and i'm sorry this one's going to end up two minutes short but don't forget whatever you do doom doom bip out there people don't forget to doom doom bip